680 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Special Ops Forces carrying out a very dangerous evacuation of personnel from the American Embassy in Sudan overnight. U.S. authorities say the forces swept in and out of Khartoum on Chinook choppers with less than one hour on the ground. No shots were fired. No one was hurt. Slovakia has become the third European Union country to ban food imports from Ukraine. The move deepens a challenge for the bloc as it works to help Ukraine transport its grain to world markets. Slovakia followed Poland and Hungary. The latter two countries announced bans on Ukrainian food imports through June 30th. They did so in response to rising anger from farmers who say that a glut of grain in their countries is causing them economic hardship. That is correspondent Jeremy House reporting. And this is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka says it's a witch hunt. 34 felonies stating that a misstatement of a business record to cover another crime is a felony. But they won't tell you what that crime is because there was no crime. President Trump has committed no crime. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2, right before Brandon Tatum at 5. On AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Coming up in mere moments, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Closer Edition Hour 2 with Brad Carlson. Coming up right now, a look at your weather forecast. Tonight's low, 30 degrees with clear skies for the overnight. Into Monday, mostly sunny with a high around 50. Our sister station, thefishtwincities.com, plays the latest tracks from today's top Christian artists. Download the Fish Twin Cities app today, stream online, or with the Odyssey app, thefishtwincities.com. Safe for the whole family. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus 3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow along the program on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And check out the live stream that we have up and running. You can feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, went all Minnesota local stuff in the first hour, so I'm going to kind of transition to some national news here uh, from this past week. There was uh, a big to-do about a uh, young man who was uh, shot uh, in 
Kansas City. Uh, as I believe it was just uh, a week ago today, maybe it was last weekend, um, or it's maybe it was a week and a half ago. Don't remember exactly, but the details are starting to come in. This was the initial report from NBC News. Uh, a teenager was shot by a homeowner after ringing the wrong doorbell. Uh, is recovering and charges were filed Monday afternoon against the man as calls for justice intensified in Kansas City, Missouri. Ralph Paul Yarrow, age 16, was shot just before 10 p.m. Thursday. Okay, so it was a week ago this past Thursday. When he went to pick up his younger twin brothers from a friend's home, police said, but Yarrow went to 115th Street instead of 115th Terrace and was shot twice after ringing the doorbell, his family's attorneys said. Uh, whoever was inside took a little longer than he anticipated to respond, so he just waited at the door, uh, the lawyer told NBC News on Monday, citing a formal statement Yarrow gave to law enforcement investigators from his hospital bed the day after. Uh, he heard rustling around going on in the house, and then finally the door was open, the attorney said, and he was confronted by a man who told him, don't come back around here, and then he immediately fired his weapon. The teen was shot in the head, which cracked his skull and left him with a critical traumatic brain injury, the lawyer said. While the teenager was still on the ground, the homeowner opened fire a second time, striking Jarl in the upper arm. Okay, so if that is everything you knew about this incident, you may conclude that the shooter, a gentleman by the name of Andrew Lester, who was 84 years old, overreacted and is deservedly being charged with multiple crimes. In fact, uh, NBC News followed up on this uh, story. They said... Uh, an. Arrest warrant was issued for Lester, and he was ultimately uh, brought into custody, and bond was set at $200,000. Apparently, he fired uh, with a thirty-two caliber revolver, striking Jarl twice, again, once in the head, once in the arm. Uh, but he's been charged with uh, two felony counts, uh, which are assault in the first degree and armed criminal action. Okay. So, again, if, if, if that's everything you knew about the story, you know, your reaction would be, first and foremost, thank God the 16-year-old young man is going to live. Okay, that, that would, that, that, that's my first reaction. Thank God for that. And then he wasn't killed senselessly because this was a senseless act. It was. I mean, you, you, as a gun owner, I know full well that you don't shoot at somebody just because they're ringing your doorbell. Now, if they bust down your door and get in and get into your house, you have a right to defend your property in most states. There may be some states where you were still have to uh, prove that you could not uh, first flee from your own home. OK. And then there are some states where they have a stand your ground law where the only the only where all self-defense rules apply the only exception being you do not have a duty to retreat from a place you have a legal right to be. Okay. 
Now, here in Minnesota, we don't have stand-your-ground. So, if, say, you're in an open area and someone comes at you with a knife, you have to prove that you did everything to retreat from that situation before you fire your weapon. But in stand-your-ground states, if you have a legal right to be, say, standing in a public park and someone comes at you with a knife, you can stand your ground, okay, and use a weapon to defend yourself. Not familiar with the with the statutes in, in uh, Missouri, but regardless, none of this applies because a kid rang your doorbell. You can't just fire upon him. Okay? And so, again, if this is everything you knew, your reaction would be, well, thank God the young man's okay. And, yeah, absolutely, the 84-year-old homeowner who fired on the young man just for ringing his doorbell, yeah, he's being charged with two felony counts. That seems very appropriate and seems he's probably going to see some jail time. And given the fact he's 84 years old, you know, if convicted, he probably will not uh, see the light of day for the rest of his natural life. Again, he's elderly. However, if you read deeper in the story, I, 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 I left out some key excerpts of this. You would also, you would, not only would you express sincere gratitude the kid wasn't killed and that, hey, this gentleman, he absolutely should have been charged with these crimes. But when you ascertain that Lester, Andrew Lester, the shooter, is an old white guy, and Ralph, the teenager, Ralph Yarrell, is a black kid, you can kind of piece together why all of a sudden the gun-grabbing, race-hustling, walking cadaver in the White House and his media lapdogs are shouting about this case from the hilltops while two other recent shootings got more than a cursory mention. Yeah, here's a tweet from uh, the uh, President Biden's official Twitter account, at POTUS. This was on... um, Trying to think. This was on Tuesday. Tuesday, this tweet was put out. Last night, I had a chance to call Ralph Yarrell and his family. No parent should have to worry that their kid will be shot after ringing the wrong doorbell. We've got to keep up the fight against gun violence. And Ralph, we'll see you in the Oval once you get better. Once you feel better, I should say. So basically, President Biden is extending Ralph Yarrell an invitation to the White House because he was shot at and didn't deserve to be. Okay, well, that was one of three shooting incidents in one week. You remember there was also an incident in Hebron, New York, where a 65-year-old white man shot and killed a 20-year-old white girl who attempted to turn around in the man's driveway. The girl and her friends had gotten their address mixed up. The man came out of his house with a gun and opened fire on them. And then there was another shooting that same week, Dadeville, Alabama. Four people were killed and 32 injured in a hail of gunfire. This was a, uh, I think this was last weekend or the week weekend before. It's kind of running together. But it's all within the same week as this Ralph Yarrell shooting, which took place a week ago Thursday. The national press, uh, they're camped out in Kansas City. But, and they cut, this is from Eric Erickson's Substack piece. They covered the Dadeville mass shooting, even the Hebron shooting, but have poured more energy into the white-on-black single shooting in Kansas City than the mass shooting at a birthday party in Alabama. Now, why do you think that is? Well, again, the president, let me reread, reread his tweet. Last night, I had a chance to call Ralph Yarrell and his family. 
No parent should have to worry that their kid will be shot after ringing the wrong doorbell. We've got to keep up the fight against gun violence. And, Ralph, we'll see you in the Oval once you feel better. Well, a parent also shouldn't have to worry about their young daughter getting shot when she pulls her car into a driveway and backs it out because she wants to turn around because she got the wrong address, but she was shot and killed. Did that family get an invitation to the White House? You can see where this is going, right? Well, leave it up to the uh, Tennessee Three. Remember the Tennessee legislators, the three legislators that got ex- that were voted to be expelled. Two of the three got expelled from the legislator be- legislature because they brought in a loud mob during the legislature performing the people's business. I've been reliably informed that's an insurrection, but apparently not in this case. As long as you're protesting the right cause, the cause that the uh, media largesse and other progs agree with, then it's all good. Then it's not an insurrection. So, Spencer, if we have these first two sound clips ready, we're going to start with cut number one. This is one of the Tennessee Three, Representative Justin Jones, who accused an Asian Indian Republican legislator of being the brown face of white supremacy in the Tennessee legislature. Real upstanding citizen, this guy sounds like. Uh, Here's his reaction to uh, Ralph Yarrow being shot. Um, so I'll say, Ralph, to Ralph, who's 16, that you are, are a child and, and you are a young man who, who we should have protected and that this system has failed to protect, that our politics have failed to protect. And you deserve better than that. Um, and that no gun is worth your life. No bullet, no um, worship of this gun culture is worth your life and your well-being. And so I hope that you recover and and. Um, I hope that um, his family knows that we stand with them and that we're sending them strength and encouragement from Tennessee, um, whether from here or, or there, you know, that we stand together and that we are going to do this. And that until um, this attack against a young black man is treated as, as, as abhorrent as the attack if it was a young white man, that we who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. If this is treated, if this is treated, if, a, if whitey shooting a black kid is treated as abhorrent, as a black person shooting a white person, only then can we get this thing turned around. Um, the old guy was arrested and charged with two felonies. What what else is supposed to happen here? What what else is supposed to be done? Are we supposed to have some sort of mob rule and take this old guy out? I mean, if a, if a black person shot a white person... In the similar circumstances, I would hope that black person will be charged with two felonies, just like this white guy was charged with two felonies. I'm not not understanding this logic here. But again, all they hear is white guy shoot black kid and, and, and anything else doesn't matter. So one of the other representatives that uh, was expelled, uh, Justin Pearson, this is uh, cut number two. He also has his two cents on the Kansas City shooting. Even in such a time like this. But the reality is what happened to Ralph is, for most black parents, one of their worst nightmares. Uh, that uh, race is the reason that uh, that person, that 84-year-old man, uh, was in fear. Really? It was a young black man at the door. So we're clairvoyant now. And that uh, stoking a fear of young black children, of black people, that is happening in our legislatures that's happening in the narratives that are being put out about uh, young people and youth as dangerous, as violent. Uh, and that is seeping into our society in the way that people think and the way that they act and the way that they operate. And by having a proliferation of weapons and guns and weapons of war 
uh, with people who really shouldn't have them, uh, don't have to have permits to have them in the first place in a state like Tennessee. We are seeing these shootings. Uh, either ending people's lives or changing folks' lives. Let's stop this right here. It's all the chanting points. Permitless carry is responsible. You know what? Uh, I would have uh, I would have gone ahead and uh, shot at this uh, uh, kid that uh, is on, on my doorstep, but I, I I don't I don't have a I don't have a permit. I mean, come on. And by the way, uh, they act like that this is a normal thing where Whitey just opens fire on black people and that this is the biggest cause of violence against black people is white people. And it's the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite. The vast majority of inter of, of violent crime is intraracial, whether it's white on white or black on black. In fact, Ben Shapiro brought statistics from the uh, Bureau of Statistics uh, uh, talking about crime, violent crime. That the vast majority of racial crime in the United States is intra-racial. But when it comes to interracial homicide, for example, the chances that a white person killed was killed by a black person are far higher than that a black person killed was killed by a white person. I, you, you can look up any statistics on this. In fact, uh, the this is from the Bureau of Justice Statistics. In 2019, there were more than half a million violent interracial black-white incidents. 84% of them were black-on-white. So this idea that black kids should openly fear whitey just opening fire upon them and that's the biggest fear that black kids have in today's society. It's 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 the exact opposite. If there's any interracial crime whatsoever, the smallest percentage is white on black. And this and the fact that this Justin Pearson is saying that this old this old white guy because there was a black kid at his doorstep, that's why he opened fire. There that may that may be the case, but that's conjecture. That hasn't been ascertained yet. And again, this isn't defending the shooter, Andrew Lester. You can't just shoot someone for ringing your doorbell. Now, he maintains his initial statement says that he heard the kid jostling his door. And when a stranger jostles his door, okay, he fired upon him. Now, I, I still don't think that that's legal. I think you have to have you have to prove that you feared for your life, that your life was in danger, that you were facing a lethal threat. Well, it's. Ralph Yarold wasn't armed at all. I think we'd know by now if he were. So there's no defending Andrew Lester and his actions. And as a result, he's been charged with two felonies. So I'm not understanding, again, this mindset. Well, if, if we treat this as abhorrent, a white guy shooting a black kid, as we would a black person shooting a white kid, only then can we get justice. He's been charged with two felonies. What more do you want? So, again, uh, there, we're going to have more to talk about this, about the just abhorrent, blatant double standards on this. 
And Dan in Invergrove Heights, if you can hold during the break, I promise we'll take your call when we come back. And if any of you, anybody else would like to weigh in, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow or check out our Narn Facebook page for any comments or questions where we have a live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, the Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Maybe I listen more than you think. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tafoya is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You wouldn't run your washer for just a pair of socks, but your old water softener is doing just that when it regenerates. A smarter wet technology water softener from Commerce Water will save you salt and energy. Get $400 for your old salt hog from Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. 
You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And give our page a like and a follow if you haven't done so already. And you can follow along with the broadcast as well as the live stream is up and running. Uh, Continuing this topic about President Biden inviting to the Oval Office, Ralph Yarl. He was the 16-year-old young man who was uh, went to the wrong house looking for his twin brothers and was shot at uh, through the front door by the homeowner, 84-year-old Andrew Lester. And, of course, uh, the media is touting this as a, you know, they're touting this as, basically a crime of race. And this is becoming all too common in our society where black kids have to fear for their lives of violent interactions with whitey. When it turns out, again, I'll read this from the uh, Bureau of Justice Statistics. Back in 2019, there was more than 560,000 violent interracial black-white incidents. 84% of them were black on white. So if you dare say, boy, uh, uh, white people, they, they, they certainly should be on the lookout if they, if, if, uh, for a violent interaction with a black person. Oh, my gosh, that white person would be drummed. Anybody who said that would be drummed out of a civilized society. Yet there seems to be no issue with saying how, with implying that it's pervasive that a black kid just walking around down the street should fear for a violent interaction from a white person. And again, Justin Pearson, Representative Justin Pearson out of Tennessee, you know, you may ask, why are Tennessee legislators, state, Tennessee state legislators, appearing on a national cable show to talk about gun violence in Kansas City, Missouri? Well, again, these people are being turned into bona fide and, and quasi-celebs. So it's, it's absolutely despicable. But again, this is where, this is where we're at. The, the, president sees an opportunity here because and by the way let me let me take you back to january 20th 2021 when the president when joe biden was inaugurated as president during his inaugural speech one of the things he said is we need to lower the temperature rhetorically speaking we need to lower the temperature here and this was two weeks after the riots at the u.s capitol so you know that's a perfectly appropriate statement i mean obviously you had some people who were angry that the that Congress was not considering delaying the certification of the presidential election and looking into allegations of voter fraud. And as a result, these people had a collective te- temper tantrum, broke the windows, broke into the Capitol and whatnot. We don't need to revisit all that happened on January 6th. But when Joe Biden said, hey, we need to lower the temperature here, uh, I, I, silly me, I naturally assumed that he was including himself in that. But apparently he hasn't been because he's derided right of center elected officials as mega Republicans, you know, because that, that's a, a pejorative that he's labeling, again, all right of center politicals who, who disagree with him on policy. Well, he's mega Republicans. You know, if you disagree with Joe Biden on policy, you're a mega Republican. And that's obviously not a compliment. And then he dismisses GOP-sponsored voting legislation in Georgia as making Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. But that's not, apparently that's not increasing the temperature. Apparently that's not amping up 
the rhetorical rhetorical heat. And it concludes with him saying, you know what? Black kids shouldn't have to fear for their lives by ringing the doorbell of a white person. So we're going to uh, we're going to invite uh, Ralph Yarrell uh, to the to the Oval Office. But two other shootings took place that week, including a 20 year old young lady who was shot and killed by a 65 year old homeowner because she pulled into the driveway and turned around because she was, you know, got lost. So she was turning around. I who, who hasn't done that? pulled into a driveway and turned around and went back the other way. So uh, I, don't know what, I don't know if we have time for this final clip. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre was obviously asked the obvious question by Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey. Cut number three. So Monday you're going to have three of the lawmakers who protested after, peacefully protested. Who peacefully protested after the Nashville Covenant School shooting. Have any of the victims or the victims' families been invited to the White House? I don't have anything to, to read out to you about any invite. Why? I just don't have anything at this time to read out to you at any invite. What I can say to you right now is that the president is focused on getting things done. Okay. So uh, apparently the... Uh, legislators, the three Tennessee legislators, that's who Peter Ducey was talking about, leading a mob into a Capitol while the legislature was conducting the people's business. Again, I've been reliably informed that's an insurrection, but apparently if you're supporting the right cause, it's all good. They get to come to the White House, but the very issue they're demagoguing, the victims of the issue they're demagoguing, i.e. gun violence, their families are left holding the bag. And I can I, I I'd be willing to bet that the president hasn't reached out to them because if he did, the families would probably tell him to go pound sand, and that would probably be pretty embarrassing to the administration because that, if that got out. So, uh, Mark, Dan, apologize, haven't got to your calls as yet. We'll get to them uh, after this break. Got to run to one of those uh, horrible hard breaks where if I'm not off the air by two thirty, I get interrupted by a commercial. So Brad Carlson, the closer, back with a, another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. He went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, is the first step for women facing unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. The majority of women they serve are seeking or considering abortion, but through their free services, including an ultrasound and parenting program, women are empowered to choose life for their babies. Last year, 279 moms gave life to their babies thanks to support they received from Robbinsdale Women's Center. That's 279 children born, enough to fill nearly six school buses. You can make a huge difference in these women's lives. 
lives by giving to RWC. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs your help so more women can have the opportunity and support to choose life. For more information on RWC's life-affirming work or to donate, go to rwcinfo.org. rwcinfo.org. Robbinsdale Women's Center. Saving lives. Changing lives since 1992. Make a difference today at rwcinfo.org. That's rwcinfo.org. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or follow along at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, where we do have the live stream up and running. And as always, we appreciate tuning in. Uh, Dan, I, I, I apologize terribly. I, I promised to get to your call last segment. I did not. But if you are still willing to come on the air, you are welcome to. Dan in Invergrove Heights on line two. Dan, if you're willing, go ahead. Of course, Brad. I would never miss the opportunity to speak with you on on, on live radio. I appreciate that. Thank um, you, Dan. <laughs> so p- please let me make one point before I ask the question I told your screener. I, I mean, your point is well taken about Ralph Yarrow being invited to the White House because he's black, as opposed to um, the family of the deceased Kaylin Gillis, uh, who was shot dead by Kevin Monaghan, who was white. I just think it should be mentioned that he was white. That's all. Because otherwise, I think it opens up uh, a potential Pandora's box on the other side of the issue, you know, just about uh, flaming, uh, you know, racism and all that kind of thing. You talking about the the guy was white. New York shooting? Yeah, yeah. He was white, Kevin Monaghan. Yeah, I did mention that. I didn't mention his name, but I mentioned he was a white guy. I I, 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 mean, I may, you know I apologize to you. I, I missed the fact that you mentioned he was white, but yeah, okay, it kind of so would the defeat reason, the purpose of my point if I didn't. So fair point on your on your yes, account, Dan. So. I, I missed that. <laughs> I apologize to you for missing hearing that. But the the reason I really called initially was because I want to know where do parents go now to protect parents' rights before they have no parents' rights. Uh, in view of what happened on Thursday, 
you know, I have uh, the, the the state uh, senate in Minnesota uh, allowing uh, the state to uh, uh, you know take minor children uh, out of the uh, caring, nurturing hands of parents. Uh, based on their beliefs that the kids say they're uh, transsexual. I mean, this is insane. What do we do to protect parents' rights? That's my question, in your opinion. Yeah, thanks, Dan. I appreciate the call. I I, I asked the question, it's like, how is this even remotely uh, constitutional? Is there some sort of constitutional provision here where where minor kids can be taken out of their parents' home? Um, I guess because law is passed because you say, well, if these kids have a notion of a needing or requiring gender-affirming care, you can't require them life-saving health care, you know, because the the argument is these kids are more prone to suicide and depression if they don't receive the gender-affirming care that they're needing because, you know, they believe they were born as the wrong gender. And so there are laws obviously in place where parents, you know, say there are parents that if their kid gets cancer— and the parents say, well, you know, we're going to believe in a holistic home-based approach to try or cure our kid of cancer, not go forth with treatment. I mean, I think there's been lawsuits. I don't know if there's precedent, but it seems to me there's been precedent for lawsuits being filed against those parents. So as far as protecting the parents, you know, I, again, I, I have to believe there are going to be some lawsuits that are going to be brought forth by parents who are saying, look, this state had no right to take my kid out of our home and they did and they were getting medical tr- treatments over our objections how is this legal i'm not a legal beagle i'm not familiar with legal precedents but i have to believe there are some legal precedents where non-custodial individuals or organizations i.e. a government take kids out of the parents home what those legal precedents are i have no idea so i i wish i had a better answer for you dan but yeah that's that's a burning question i've had too how do you protect these parents who's have kids under the age of 18 and those kids are being taken away because they don't agree to allow their kids to undergo life altering life changing surgery that they could very well come to regret as adults. And by the way, if you haven't seen the daily wire film, what is a woman? There is uh, some trans adults in particular addressing that very thing about the uh, physical and emotional damage that, drugs have inflicted upon these drugs have inflicted upon them certainly not like what they have today but different uh versions of it back when so uh but i do appreciate the call dan very much mark in st louis park he's on line one mark always good to talk to you sir how are you brad thanks for taking my call just as a sidebar there i like walter hudson's take it's, it's okay to pass a law to enter mutilation but not show a video of it yeah, kind of right. interesting take by Walter Hudson. But I called about the crime deal, and on, uh, Heather McDonald and the Hamden Institute, she takes it a step further, and about the 84%, and to further debunk this false narrative regarding white-on-black crime, and um, uh, uh, she takes it a step further, and she'll say, uh, for instance, uh, blacks are 13% of the population, and, maybe, and she'll take maybe black males or 6%, and the percentage is much more horrific when you take that into account. Sure. Such a small percentage, and it's still 84% black on white. So the actual, uh, when, you, when, you, when you consider the population involved, it's much more horrific than 84%. That's her point. Yeah, appreciate the call, Mark, and thanks for that uh, clarification. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, we're, we're not here to suggest that interracial crime does not happen, as we talked about over half a million incidents of it. 
uh, violent crime happened in 2019. Okay, but this idea that that is the biggest concern when it comes to violent crime, it's just not the case. And, you know, and that's why, again, this is in the narrative sweet spot for the White House. It's like, okay, uh, I President Biden last year, last summer, almost a year ago now, touted how they Congress passed and he signed into law the most meaningful gun control legislation in nearly 30 years, you know, since the assault weapons ban of 1994. Well, guess what? In a span of one week, we had three mass shootings. You know, Ralph Yarrell in, in uh, like we talked about in Kansas City, the 20-year-old young lady in, in that Hebron, New York, who was attempting to turn around in someone's driveway and the 60-year-old homeowner shot her. And then in, in Dadeville, Alabama, where four were killed, 32 were injured. Okay? So that doesn't reflect too, uh, too highly on this meaning, most meaningful gun legislation that was signed into law in 30 years when this stuff continues to happen. So maybe that's another reason why these other two incidents weren't covered. And then you can find a narrative sweet spot. Well, you know, there, there, there's gun violence that are taking place, but it's, it's happening, uh, you know, because a kid was black. And the old white homeowner was, was afraid of a black kid, which, as, time, as details come out, we may find out was the case. But this idea that Representative Justin Pearson automatically assumed, well, you know, there was a black kid showing up his doorstep, so he decided to shoot him. And, oh, yeah, this is what happens when you have permitless carry. Again, you still have to pass a background check to acquire a firearm. So if this guy acquired a, the, a firearm illegally, this 84-year-old man, then a permit's irrelevant. So anyways, uh, we, uh, we've covered enough of that, uh, that segment. Hopefully, uh, Ralph makes a 100% full recovery. And again, being shot in the head and fear of a traumatic brain injury um, is certainly uh, a lot to be concerned with, but... Thank God he's going to live. And again, the the shooter's being charged with two felonies. So uh, that was pretty pretty swift. I, in less than forty eight hours, the shooter was is, was brought into custody and charged with two felonies. I I don't understand what more this Justin Pearson says needs to happen, short of mob rule, which you know he knows all too well, leading a insurrection into the Tennessee. Camp- <laughs> I mean, a peaceful protest into uh, the uh, Tennessee legislature. Well, I uh, I probably should address this uh, this past week where Fox News waved the white flag in the uh, big high-profile lawsuit that was taking place against their network. This is from NBCNews.com. Fox News and Dominion Voting Systems reached a $787.5 million settlement agreement Tuesday afternoon, the parties announced, narrowly heading off a trial shortly after the jury was sworn in. Fox has admitted to telling lies, John Paulus, Dominion CEO, said at a news conference after the trial ended. Justin Nelson, lead attorney for Dominion, told NBC News he hopes the settlement will restore faith in elections. This alone can't do it, right? But this shows that there is accountability, that we show that if you are caught lying, you will be held responsible, he said. Absent from the settlement details shared with the public was an apology or any admission that the network had indeed defamed Dominion when it allowed baseless conspiracies to proliferate on air about the company's voting machines rigging 2020 presidential election against Donald Trump. 
A statement from Fox about the agreement recognized the court's previous ruling that the claims Dominion had challenged in its defamation lawsuit were indeed without merit. We acknowledge the court's rulings finding certain claims about Dominion to be false, the Fox statement said. This settlement reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We are hopeful that our decision to resolve this dispute with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues. Translation, uh, Fox News had Rupert Murdoch really, 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 really didn't want to have to testify. Because if you remember, there were some text messages uh, or emails, I don't remember which, that were leaked from uh, Fox News personalities like uh, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity that basically expressed that claims of uh, voter fraud with the Dominion machines switching votes was highly dubious. And let's not forget, Sean Hannity was probably one of the biggest Trump lapdogs there was in the media. And for him to express doubts about fraud on that scale tells you something. Now, these are private conversations, but they let go on air these crazy conspiracies. Now, they could they did claim that hey look we were just giving a platform okay to these conspiracies or this was part of the news that you know uh, in fact Jim Garrity pointed this out in National Review uh networks responsible journalism is not a useful legal defense against the network's irresponsible and defamatory journalism basically fox news was claiming well look i mean we were just reporting what people say were saying. We weren't saying this ourselves. But again, this was Jim Garrity's uh, National Review piece. Uh, before I spoke to Paul Clement, the lawyer representing Fox News and the Dominion and Smartmatic lawsuits, and again, Smartmatic's lawsuits still to come. So their Fox News may still yet have to go on trial. We'll see. They'll probably look to settle that one as well. Uh, I thought Fox's position was pretty weak. By the end of our conversation slash interview, I grew convinced that Fox had a decent defense, that Dominion had legit and strong grounds for a defamation case against Donald Trump surrogates such as Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, but that the actions of the network were largely different. Previous defamation law had established that the it established the neutral report privilege, the notion that covering a public figure's false accusations was not inherently defamatory so long as it was newsworthy. And the privilege of opinion as statements of opinion cannot be objectively measured and thus cannot be defamatory. Clement made what seemed to me a strong argument that punishing Fox News for what guests had said off the cuff while on live television would be an infringement of the First Amendment and the work of a free press. But in mid-March, Delaware Superior Court Judge Eric Davis swatted those arguments away, and his reasoning is clear. Davis reviewed the filings of Dominion and the network and concluded that in 19 cases, Fox News hosts or guests had made comments that were false statements of fact, not assertions of opinion, and that could not be defended as standard fair-minded inquiry. Davis wrote, even if the neutral report privilege did apply, 
The evidence does not support that Fox News Network conducted good-faith, disinterested reporting. Fox News Network's failure to reveal extensive contradicting evidence from the public sphere and Dominion itself indicates its reporting was not disinterested. As soon as the judge came to that conclusion, a key portion of the Fox News defense collapsed. Hence, they went ahead and made the settlement. And by the way, uh, I know Dominion was uh, suing for like close to $1.6 billion, so people are saying, wow. You know, Dominion only settled for half, so they, uh, you know they didn't get everything they wanted. So Fox just you know had enough money to make it go away. Yeah, but the ex there wasn't there really wasn't financial damages shown by Dominion. Rather, this was punitive damages up and above beyond whatever uh, financial damages they suffered. So they got seven hundred close to eight hundred million dollars, even though there weren't. Uh, substantive financial damages shown. And so they didn't even get to the punitive damages part in excess of that close to $800 million. So this idea that uh, Fox w- came out uh, looking good in this clearly is not the case. And to recap, over the past 29 months, so we're going back to uh, obviously uh, November, the, uh, the presidential election, you've had some Trump supporters face unconscionably long jail sentences for rioting at the U.S. Capitol. And a prominent media company, i.e. Fox News, who performatively performatively humped Trump's leg and thus shell out hundreds of millions of dollars as a result, all in the name of defending Trump's, to be charitable, dubious claims about the 2020 presidential elections, but yet, Anyone, so this should be a cautionary tale. Anybody who looked to fervently stand up for Trump in this whole thing got damaged, whether it was jail time or shelling out hundreds of millions of dollars, yet Trump himself has remained the proverbial Teflon Don. How very tidy. One final segment coming up on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Individual T levels decline 1% every year. Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is the new champion of natural testosterone boosters. Chalk's main ingredient is clinically studied to naturally boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. Supercharge your masculinity and boost your daily energy with Chalk's male vitality stack. For a limited time, our listeners will get 30% off at choq.com with promo code USA. choq.com, code USA. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. 
What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. In your car, at home, and on the job. AM Radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM Radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Wearebroadcasters.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. I don't know if I have any time for phone calls. We've got about four minutes left. But if you have a quick uh, thirty second, one minute comment, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Uh, also, hashtag Narn Show via Twitter if you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we've discussed. That would be uh, fine. Uh, I just want to uh, insert uh, or get to this uh, Ed Morrissey piece. Of course, Ed Morrissey now with HotAir.com and a Northern Alliance Radio Network alum. You know, one of the things that I noticed in the aftermath of this uh, settlement by Fox News is you had uh, leftists as well as Fox competitors on cable jumping up like poo-flinging monkeys elated over this that uh, Fox News got busted. But they were still left wanting, including uh, ABC's George Stephanopoulos as well as a CNN panel uh, asking Dominion representatives, uh, why didn't you uh, make uh, Fox issue an on-air apology? And Ed Morrissey at Hot Air says, oh, I can think of, oh, 787 and a half million reasons for allowing an apology to slide off the settlement table. That price tag made the Fox Dominion deal perhaps the largest penalty ever paid in a defamation case by orders of magnitude, and it didn't even require a trial or the survival of an endless series of appeals. Dominion gets to cash the check and move on to other defamation actions with all of the discovery in place from this lawsuit. The lack of apology sure seems to bother Fox's competitors more than it does the company that should want it most, though. Both CNN and MSNBC pressed Dominion about letting Fox off the hook, so to speak, in the wake of their dramatic and remarkably public deal the other uh, on uh, Tuesday. Uh, ABC's George Stephanopoulos tells CEO John Paulos that he may have gotten the money, but what you didn't get was an apology. 
uh, to which uh, Palos claimed, well, uh, yeah, we kind of did because we uh, clearly the money was enough for us. And we can see what the we can see what the motivation is here. The networks, the Prague networks and whatnot, they, they you know, they have a higher calling here. You need it is your obligation to save democracy, to show that our voting systems are the fi- freest and fairest in all of the world. And that Trump and his dominions who are denigrating the hard work of our of our poll workers and, and you, the people who manufacture these voting machines, you need to stand up for everybody. And to which John Paulos basically said in a nice way. The only obligation I have as CEO of this company is, oh, I don't know, to this company? Like the employees or the stockholders who may have been damaged? That's literally the only priority he has here. If you want to talk about saving democracy and and whatever else or or how democracy was undermined, you know, go well ahead. But uh, I don't don't think you want to really get into that discussion. And by the way, another reason that these people are so upset is they were anticipating the ratings boom, particularly CNN and MSNBC. God knows Fox News wasn't going to cover their own trial, right? So CNN and MSNBC were going to get this huge rating spike covering this trial. And the fact it was settled at the 11th hour cost them their ratings, so their ratings are going to continue to be in the toilet because they've been in the toilet ever since Trump has left office. But a trial like this... They were sure to get a huge rating spike, and now they're not going to get that. And that, more than anything, has them frosted as to why Dominion didn't ma- uh, demand more. Folks, as always, I've enjoyed it. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Pro-life across America, the billboard 
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. AM 12.